0: The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of WickDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10 piece WICD nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at WickDonald's! Ba da ba ba ba. Go!
1: And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.
0: This episode is brought to you by Folgers Coffee you're not just any coffee drinker. You're a Folgers coffee drinker. Because for over 170 years, Folgers has been serving up expertly crafted brews that are bold, never bougie. And now there's over 20 varieties to choose from. Damn good coffee roasted in New Orleans. Damn right, it's Folgers. Visit FolgersCoffee.com coffee to shop now.
1: Forever. Dog. Warning, the following podcast is a little intense. If you choose the Orange Team More Intense Podcasting Mission, you may encounter turbulent tangents about rides that are like wounds, astronaut rap careers, and America's Daddy. For a less intense experience, Green Team is invited to choose another podcast. That's right, get the fuck out. As for you, Orange Team, you'll definitely want to hang on. This is Mission Space on Podcast The Ride. Welcome to Podcast the Ride, a theme park podcast where one of the hosts recently tested positive for
0: Gary Sinise Fever. I'm Scott Gardner, joined by Mike Carlson. I am here. Uh, it's going to be tough. I don't want to reveal the answer yet, um, but it does, if it means being excited about the Lieutenant Dan band... Then I don't know. We think about it. Think about what oh, we know you, about us. You know
1: where some of my uh, research time today was spent <laughs> on a certain Wikipedia. Uh, uh-huh. But let's see. Let's see. Maybe it could be all three hosts who've contracted this. Uh, uh, Jason Sheridan, hi.
2: I I can safely say it's not me. The only thing I have recently tested positive for is the novel coronavirus. <laughs> and there it is.
1: So all right, poor Jason. It happened. Yeah. We're back,
2: yeah. We're back on Zoom. None of us wanted this, but uh, I came back from Vegas, couple hundred dollars up, and a couple, uh, one specific virus heavier, <laughs> I
1: guess. <laughs> one virus up. So you're so up. one virus Look, you're up. Way yeah, up.
2: I'm. I'm way up. Uh, if only my temperature was rid of up at
1: a table, and your table. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, only,
2: only a, fu- only a couple hours the first night. Uh, and now it's just been fatigue.
1: Okay. So. Yes. Now, yeah. Nursing Pedialyte as we started. Got a big
0: jug of Pedialyte there. Got, mm-hmm. Yeah. What flavor so, is it? Can I ask?
2: It's uh, strawberry, but I think my favorite this week was uh, blue,
0: uh, blue frost. <laughs> blue. Oh wow. So they they have all the different like Gatorade type flavors for the Pedialyte.
2: They do have, yeah, uh, uh, Impedia Light Advance. They kind of up their, up their flavor game a little, uh, uh, which my sense of taste and smell, only working at about 50% right now, so mm. I can't fully vouch for Blue Frost.
1: Oh, my God. So somebody could get away with leaving a pie on a windowsill.
2: Yeah, yeah. All the pies are safe. Everyone has been much more pied lately. Wow. The
1: five mile radius around your home is is for once safe, unless there are
0: errant bears around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we're glad you're doing. We're doing pretty well, all, all things considered. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, yeah, I think. Uh, uh, and uh, now, Mike, you you had it a while ago, and you seemed to. I, I think I've had it a little worse than you. You had a lot of canker sores. Was that right? That was like an <laughs> yeah, odd. Yeah, the side listeners really.
0: The listeners will want to hear this detail about the yeah. fact that there were. I, I on occasion gets can, get canker sores, and if you know what a canker sore is like, it's uh, it can be pretty brutal. Uh, and I decided uh, my body decided to get one uh, on my tongue and in the back of my throat uh, during Great. this situation.
2: Great that you say that, because my i i have one on the very front of my tongue, right where it rests on the mm. roof of the mouth, and it's uh, terrific. It's and, a uh, stress.
0: Yeah, my body does that when it's like under some sort of duress, and it decided to do it during that time. And I remember we were talking about recording too, and I was like, guys, I cannot talk, I cannot speak right now. I'm not exaggerating. It's like yeah. pretty crazy, but yes. Yeah, I, we lost. Love-
1: Two weeks because you could not. Your voice was shot because of so. Not even my voice voice wasn't shot.
0: No, no, no. My voice wasn't shot. When I tried to talk, the pain that would happen was so strong. Okay, I would like punch a wall. I was like an angry man in the twenties or something. Like or not, people punch walls still this day. I know that happens. I'm not saying it's a a tradition that's carried on. Pat even passed to the 1920s. Right. I don't know i was just picturing it there was a real uh specific scene i had in my head when i was talking about this but yeah it was insane so it was not that i lost my voice it was truly just that it was like having like a big cut on your tongue or something so when i look like, like this i would be like ah like screw yelling trying to talk yeah
2: and i i really only noticed it when i was like oh you know what a healthy thing to eat during this time that my body will like uh fruit salad with pineapple Oh no 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 no, and no nope, oh. uh was not <laughs> not ideal mm-hmm. like yeah. the cantalouping watermelon did not care for the citric acid
0: yeah it's uh it's an interesting uh, uh situation this disease it gives everybody has a different like twist on it your everyone's body decides to do a whole new fun little thing uh to deal with it and yeah yeah so, just do not
1: consider throwing a banana into the mix. Mm. That will blow up the entire.
0: So, oh, he's got Jason got bananas Scott, here.
2: I I still oh live on God. the edge. You know, I I recently got a drop off from Jane and Garfield. So,
1: three bananas three at bananas, least. Three bananas. Yeah. Does she not listen to the show? Is well, she
2: trying that- to kill you? I've got a I've got a breakfast burrito base so to, for it
1: to land softly on.
0: It's the base with Jason. Jason just not, cannot eat it first thing. That's the problem with him.
1: That's what came yeah. up before. You've te- you've discussed before that your view of stomachs is that they need like a cushion, like a lining, mm-hmm. like like trampolines that would soften the blow of a stuntman jumping off of a building.
2: Well, I saw some infographic this week that was like, if you're going to drink juice in the morning, don't do it on an empty stomach. It can upset your stomach. So it might not be that far off. So
1: therefore, okay, you've just, okay, you've proven then that your body is like stunt padding. It's like, yeah, that's true. When a yeah, dog... my
2: main, our main source of modern information, Ikea-like dumbass infographics that people just share around social media, you know?
0: Well, when a dog eats something it's not supposed to, oftentimes you're supposed to just give it a bunch of bread to coat its stomach.
3: Mm.
1: So, you know. And bread is like the walls of, or it's like stunt padding or like yeah. the, the walls of a hospital or something. That's right. Mm. Same thing, yeah. So. Okay. So Jason, so, yeah. Next Have time you want to do something bad to yourself, like a banana, just mm-hmm. couch it in a, a big pile it's, of br- a nice cushion of bread. Yeah,
2: a big Sara Lee, Sara Lee bread uh, crash pad. I, all of is, these, all of these foods are would be like a delicious treat to an uh, astronaut coming out of hypersleep. By the way, they got to <laughs> eat all that goo and dehydrated stuff.
0: That's a that the transition I was about to go into was like all this talk of something unpleasant is perfect for the ride we're talking about today. I uh, I got one more, I got a segue
1: myself. Go for it, go for Mark. it. My, my segue is that, well, so because of uh Jason's unfortunate COVID, we're, we're now back on Zoom, which means that we are glued to a screen with very limited uncompelling imagery. Yes. Much like happens on today's ride. Yeah, and we all had one. We all tied it together. I've felt intermittent
2: pressure on my skull on it off all, all week. <laughs> Not 2G levels, but you know,
1: something like that. Yeah, I think something, this landed. Yeah. I think this was meant to be. I think this pairing of situation And attraction. I think it's uh, it's very apropos. We're talking about mission space. Um, It's come up recently because there was the talk of, as there often is talk of. What is the worst attraction of all uh, uh, in, in Disney World, in this case specifically? Because over on the second gate, we talked about a, a wild mouse that people are not too fond of called Primeval Whirl. Although I found in the aftermath of the episode, there were a lot of defenders, and even we became defenders. So Primeval Whirl, I would say, is out of the running of, of Worst Ride, for sure.
2: Yeah, I bet there's going to be defenders of this, too. I well, think we, so.
0: We've got one on this show I I found out recently that I didn't even uh, know about.
2: Well, okay. Yeah, because, Mike, you kept offering that you and Scott could just do this episode on your own. And I said, uh, no, probably, probably, I should probably rally and do it because I'm the only one who kind of likes this ride of the <laughs> three of us. Or at least yeah. I used to. I've had much more... In the last ten years, have had much more mixed results. Wrote it in the last fall. Wrote it in 2021. Felt okay. Wrote it in 2014. My entire family was like, "Oh, I need a bench. Can we just sit on a bench for a while?" What? What yeah. happened?
1: It's uh, it's it's bad tales throughout. this thing I did a little straw poll this morning I went to Universal Studios and I ran into some friends of the show Julia Prescott I saw uh said she was she got off the ride and was chased by a cast member uh because she was uh, she ran off white as a ghost like to either go sit down or I don't think she threw up uh but the, the cast member was so concerned that like are you okay get back here um, ma'am, ma'am, get back here. We need you to go again.
2: If you do it again, it counteracts the first time. We'll spin
0: it the other way. This, yeah, this. So, so I think it's. I think our opinion is common, but I'm sure there are defenders of mission space out there. I think so. We'll 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 find them as we go. And if you don't know why
1: this ride is um, embattled. I think the the basics of it, if and if you don't know this attraction, it is a simulated trip to outer space that involves a centrifuge. That is probably the closest that real astronaut training equipment or or vehicle or whatever you want to call it, uh, the the closest situation has been to like uh, consumers and regular people getting to do real astronaut training. So it's a tad intense. And boy, we'll walk on eggshells about this. But the ride killed a couple people really early into the run, uh, and it was all it was intense for everybody. There were a lot of hospital trips, and then killed a couple people, and then they had to back way off and do a less intense version. Those are those are the basics of it. But we can uh, you know we we can dive in more fully.
0: Yeah, it's sending like I I guess I didn't even I guess I didn't even know until I was looking into it like for this episode. It is so like I think accurate. To the experience of blasting into space. I knew it was act, like they were going for accuracy and whatever, but like it is fucking you up really good. And that's like obviously like because you have like people that train to go into space and need to be prepared for how bad it can fuck you up. And it's like looking at the diagrams or what I forget which YouTube video I was looking where they're showing what is actually happening. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, this is, like, hardcore. This is, like, unpreparedly sending every person into a, like, space camp. Just (laughs) dashing everyone from young to old to not screening for any health conditions. Just, like, hey, get in the centrifuge. Good luck. Like, it's pretty wild. And I know, like, obviously, like, a lot of theme park rides jostle you and throw you around, but... This thing is pretty, when you really think about it, it's pretty nuts. I, I agree. The video that I watched that had, it was even just a
1: simulation of here's what it would look like, because you don't, there's no vantage point where you get to see the ride actually spinning and doing its thing. I don't think I realized. That the individual capsules that you're in uh, on the edges of the centrifuge, that they also spin and rotate, and that you start the attraction on your back. I don't. Th- I don't think I ever knew what was actually happening in the ride. And I think if more people could see what it was doing, they wouldn't get on it. It's a little creepy to see from an outside vantage.
2: You know, with with like rollercoaster, with like the Incredible Hulk, you can see it from a mile away. You can hell, you can hear it a mile away. And you know, like, oh, that's probably a little intense. Maybe I shouldn't ride that. But this is, I don't know, it's an interesting thematic building. It's it's tells you there's space involved, but you literally go into, like, a room the size of a large living room with these capsules. Like, you don't really know what you're in for. You don't know that it's, like, equivalent G's to some launch coasters, you know?
0: Yeah, and it's hard. It's also, like this is when you actually do the ride itself for me at least and i don't know i'm sure everybody has a different experience of when i actually do the ride itself i can i don't even notice how much is happening to me i just know i don't like it i just know it's unpleasant oh this is a good question to
1: open up because mike you've been the most vocal and i don't think we said we at the end of this episode about primeval world we were trying to land on everyone declare definitively what you think is the worst attraction, at least at Disney World. Maybe not of all time, but at Disney World. Uh, Mike, your answer pretty cleanly was Mission Space. And I guess, um, are you implying that it's less because of what it does to you and more, or equally, because you just don't like It (laughs) the the
0: things that are said and the things that you're shown. This feels like such a wrap up uh, statement to make, but it feels like what the situation and we haven't quite explained everything, but it feels a combination because I hadn't done this for 10 years. It was built, what, in 2003 or opened in 2003, and I did it in 2012 zone. So they had basically we'll talk, I'm sure, more about it, but they had reduced the severity, the intensity um, by that point and also had another version of it in the same ride where you could where it wouldn't jostle you bar- like barely at all like a little bit um so i was like well i got to do the real version the or- orange is right orange is the bad one uh, yeah, orange uh and, and green. yeah and i did it and i was so me- like my brain and my chest felt so messed up after i did the orange one and then on top of it I didn't even think the ride was I didn't it wasn't fun to be in a little claustrophobic box with as Scott put it like underwhelming screens (laughs) like it wasn't. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like, you know what, if they're going to fuck me right up, at least give me something to look at. At least (laughs) let's give let's give me a robot
1: or something. I was shocked when I did it and realized that that we're you're going to be looking at very little screens yeah with at the time it's better now there's kind of a mach 2 of it but mach 1 the graphics were not good let's be honest um and like so i'm gonna we're watching like a video game simulate you're watching like a roller coaster ride through essentially like it's that somebody made in planet coaster except it's simulating (laughs) taking you to mars um, the, yeah I, I, I agree if it was a more dimensional experience I think it would be more worth the potential
0: trauma the screen is like an iPad is bigger than the screen <laughs> so I'm like okay I'm in a claustrophobic little box there's okay there's buttons to push which mm. obviously as a kid we all liked buttons we still I think we're all big buttons fans to press them I don't think there's any person out there that's not a fan of pressing buttons make yourself known if they're, if you're out there but mm-hmm. some, I, I think that's pretty universal. Yeah, but has maybe to be. not. But mm. so so one of the things I like in Millennium Falcon is even though not everything does something, there's so many buttons and stuff to push. So especially if you were a kid, I think as a kid that would have been nuts. To, uh, and and the most exciting thing in Millennium Falcon is hitting the button for hyperspace to go to hyperspace. But uh, here Hyperdrive. it's kind of I like the
1: randomized nature of the buttons in. Millennium Falcon and here it's sort of you got one button on your left and one button on your right Um, And it's a little confusing because in the pre-ride you've been told do not look to your left or
0: your right (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it's so strict It's so strict and un and I get it like I get what they were going like you can admire that they were going for like a completely pure space experience no frills. Yeah, you get a little Sinise and that's fun. Or but frill. It's, it's not like it's well, not like you got a droid on the t- on the thing with you.
2: Sorry, you you did get Sinise.
0: Yes, I yes, you did get Sinise.
2: Sinise, yes. sinise recently recast.
0: Yes, I know. Yes. That's so yeah. less Sinise. I mean you still get an intro video, so it's not like yeah. completely pure NASA. I don't think there are like pre-ride videos at NASA, but maybe there are. Maybe there's like a video they wheel in on like an old VHS projector and you like they put the VHS tape in and hit play and they teach you how to be an astronaut that way. I'm not sure. But uh, yeah. Chuck e. Cheese style. Yeah. Chuck E. Cheese break room style or cleaning the suit out. How do you clean out the NASA suit? Is it the same as cleaning out a Chuck E. Cheese head? I don't know. What's the spray? They put like a 401 cleaner. You have <laughs> to spray that in the helmet. Out.
2: I, I do remember someone I know who, used to, who did the college program and was assigned a mission space. And I believe did have to do a lot of cleanup on this ride. Because they eventually yes! added barf, barf they bags. Added, they added barf bags. <laughs> I, I, I'm not 100% on the term. I believe the term that they would use on the walkies was uh, we have a protein incident. Protein. We have a protein incident.
0: Because I've heard protein spill.
2: Protein spill might be it, yeah. Yeah. It It's just like generic enough, but unusual and specific
0: enough that like,
2: hey, this means something. But if people are walking by and they're hot and they're not paying attention, they're not going to freak out, you know?
0: Right, because I'm sure that happened because like after a while, people might have been offended when it's like, oh, we got a kid puking his guts out over here. <laughs> we got some lady that's just just hurled. Some lady hurled on her kid over here. We got to clean it up. So they're like, all right, we got to change the language on this. Got a human fire hydrant in (laughs) capsule eight. Yeah, yeah.
1: Is is any and and I don't I don't think this is anywhere close to a a Transformers. I don't think there's like a versus going on here, even with Jason as defender. I don't know, but I think Jason just chime in if you're disagreeing. With anything, especially, it seems like Mike's maybe a little more extreme. I didn't like it. I certainly would not defend it. But Jason, if you, if you're as close as we have to a defender, what do you think I, so far?
2: See, okay, look, I'm an nasty little freak. Uh, I like G <laughs> forces on a launch. I like a roller coaster launch. And I do too. No, I, like, not, I like it not, too. Not done. Not done. No, no. I also, and the opposite of claustrophobic. I love to be in tight little spaces,
0: like, like a spaces. cat. You're a cat, like
2: a cat. Yeah, like a cat, like in a little cardboard
1: box. Or what like is that?
0: It, what is that called? What is what that, is that ca- called? claustrum Is it like claustromaniac? Claustromania?
1: Claustromania. <laughs> You're a claustromaniac. Claustromania. I'm a
2: claustromaniac. <laughs> I think it's comforting. So, like, when that thing comes down, I, I don't. I'm sure a lot of people go like, "Oh fuck, what is?" This? And fair enough. There, I can't think of many other rides that do something like that. Uh, well, yeah, yeah,
1: wait. Let's explain what happens here because uh, yeah, Erin was entirely unfamiliar, and I asked if she wanted to watch a video of it right before we recorded. And you, you get in your capsule that's going to spin around and simulate space travel. But not just that. There's like a big panel in front of you, and it's a small space, right? It's already a small space. And then, all right, time to go. Let's let's seal her up, and then. The big, the entire panel in front of all four guests in this capsule slides right up against your face. Your face is kind of shoved into a little cubby, a face cubby, where you stare through and watch a screen. And she just watching the video was like, "Nope, no, 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 no." It's like it felt like an MRI or something. Yeah, uh, like it, it freaked her out just to look at a video of it. And I wonder how often. If you like, you have psyched yourself. All right, I know it's a scary ride, and I know there's been incidents. And then that's the thing.
0: It's like I'm raising my hand. I am done. Yeah, I think I was a little bit shocked by that. And I'm not a big. I I am a claustro. I'm closer to phobic claustrophobic than claustromania. So uh, claustromania, brother. Oh, what you're gonna do when the mission space capsule (laughs) folds in on you, Uh, kids?
2: You gotta be healthy. You gotta eat your greens, eat your pasta, and your tight little enclosed
1: cap- space spaces. <laughs> you gotta keep your protein inside your body, brother. You don't want employees having to spin to clean that up.
0: Put your hand around your own neck to restrict your breathing to get an extra thrill when the mission space capsule closes. <laughs> that's
2: no, that's not,
0: that's not, Carrie. Nasty Sinise. little, you nasty little freaks. <laughs>
2: That's Gray Kinnear. That's Gray Kinnear is in the movie. In oh, the, sorry. The the it's not great. <laughs> you talking about autofocus. Yeah, we're talking is, about autofocus. Gray Kinnear. Greg Kinnear Focus. is Greg just, wait, an autofocus. Yeah, I thought I thought he was making an autofocus joke. <laughs>
1: Is it? Does it? Wait, is Hulk into that? Is that what
0: that's referring to? No, or Jason he, said he was a nasty little freak, and I just like uh, I oh, just that was off jump. of the nasty little freak. I, I didn't know if jump, that was yeah. some Sorry. Hulk Hogan mythology that he's, oh, he's like a. Oh no, choker. I made a little bit of a leap. Sorry, <laughs> a I, I went a to d and not a to c, as <laughs> they call it in improv. You
1: did the more difficult
0: mission, the mission orange. Yes, of, that's true. Rips. Yeah.
1: <laughs> riffs. yeah. Um, huh. what were we saying uh uh claustromania. you're not a
0: claustromaniac. uh, uh and so the folding <laughs> in yeah like it. yeah you like it could you let me ask you this could you uh would you love a, a more enclosed space than even that
2: um no i mean i think that's good because i don't i i you know there's all there is a little unnerving of like I don't have control. This ride is like just under four minutes long, so I do have to deal. If I start to not like it, you know, would your I'm ide- fucked.
0: yeah, would your ideal ride vehicle be that like goo sack in the Matrix that Neo comes out of?
2: Oh, <laughs> I mean, I guess if I could breathe or
1: anything,
0: you're uh, uh, too
1: the positive th- of a sound for the most terrifying thing you ever. Have the, you
0: have the, the thing matrix. in your throat to, to breathe. That's that I, like, yeah, tube. okay. <laughs>
2: I don't know about the tube, and I need to, like, test the goo beforehand, you know? (laughs) It's like getting into a pool. You got to dip your little toesies, you know? What Jason's
1: saying is that he wants a a nice, warm, non-terrifying space to curl up in (laughs) where maybe the goo is nice and the, all of the breathing and maybe eating is done for him. What he's referring to is a womb. A womb, Jason, yeah. Jason's <laughs> ideal ride vehicle is a womb. Oh. I almost said womb
2: earlier, yeah.
1: <laughs> He'll take is that, it. <laughs> is this This ride, do you consider this ride vehicle like a metallic womb?
2: I, you know, well, uh, daddy, I mean, daddy astronaut Gary Sinise, <laughs> but then now there's a mommy astronaut, so, hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I suppose it's a little womb-like, but it's a little uncomfortable. I'm assuming you don't feel much discomfort in the womb if everything's, you know, going well.
0: So womb-like, but maybe not directly womb. The the conditions of a womb is not what you're looking for. But womb-like is your ideal (laughs) ride vehicle.
2: You know, I would say, you know, upkeep, (laughs) everyone, even the big boys, Universal, Disney, even they struggle with upkeep. So I'd be real concerned with how quickly that goo goes downhill. I mean, there's already Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy, already people getting dizzy off of that. Yeah, that's true. And there's like a one-story stairwell <laughs> that you have to go down to exit. Oh, wow. I didn't um, know that. What? Yes. That? Someone just ate shit going down those stairs, like landed oh. on their, like an older woman, like landed oh, on her face.
0: Yeah. Other than this, is are there any other womb-like ride vehicles on Disney or Universal property?
2: Well, mm. I find the Doom buggy very comforting. Like, that surrounds you on both sides. That's you know? true, yeah. And it tucks you in, it, it folds up a little. It, it does you tuck. In. Oh, we haven't it even talked about in. that. It tucks like you a in. It tucks you in.
0: The Haunted Mansion <laughs> tucks you in. That That's...
2: might have been comforting as a child because I didn't like scary stuff, but I lo- I loved the Haunted Mansion when you got past the scary elevator, you know? Right.
1: You know what's a think, womb-like sequence is the—because uh, Doom Buggies, I hear you, but then it's still—you're it, there's you're going to do scary stuff. But um, when you—the one part where you're reclining in the Little Mermaid ride mm. and the projection of the bubbles is washing over you, like you're, you're supposed to be descending, and right. the music is soft, and there's just Ariel's nice voice, that's kind of a, a womb-like
0: sequence. Because you're on your back, yeah, I mean, I guess when yeah. you're, you're descending, like when you're going into the graveyard, I don't want to mention you're also on your back, but it's mm-hmm. not as pleasant necessarily. It's a little, yeah, it's not as pleasant. Yeah. So, yeah, that's true. The the th- today, today, the three boys discuss which ride is the most womb-like. Well, this look, I. Anytime we talk about a new th- category or a topic like this, after five years, I get excited. I go, oh, we haven't discussed this before. Well, do yeah. you have an
1: do you have an, an answer besides uh, Omni movie I think it's a really good call on Jason's part. But uh, anything else that's womb-y out there?
0: Oh, it's a good question. There's probably like a Six Flags thing.
2: The ride vehicles for Transformers and Spider Man. You know, the, when that comes down, you're you're pretty enclosed mm. on that one. But it's a little yeah. big. It's less less intimate. As that's my like opinion. if you're in
1: the yeah. womb with octuplets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It would be mm-hmm. nice
0: if there were a sleeper chairs on Soren, you know, like little uh, Oh yeah, or yes. like benches.
1: Oh, like a long flight, like if you if you pay for a nice like a chaise sleeper. like a sh-
0: Is there a chaise lounge chair on Soren where you can kind of lean back and really that would be Boy, awesome. That's the only way to improve it. Yeah,
1: already yeah. one of the more relaxing rides. Mm-hmm. That sounds nice. If Galaxy's Edge had an attraction that was like the beast that Luke Burrows into,
0: what taunt- is that? The Tauntaun. That's the Tauntaun, yeah. If yeah. they had
1: a, a, a enclose yourself in a warm Tauntaun experience, mm-hmm. that would yeah.
0: be pretty close. They make a sleeping bag of a Tauntaun that you can <laughs> get. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> you thought they smelled bad on the outside. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. I think, I have we talked about that on the show? I don't
1: know. I feel like maybe we have.
0: The Mm. Tauntaun sleeping bag. Yeah, here it is. There's a child dressed in full Hoth outfit too, which is really funny. Um, Well, this is the,
1: I mean, Galaxy's Edge move over because this is the most immersive Star Wars experience you could find. You're literally mm -hmm. swallowed by Star Wars. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, and
2: he's cute too. The Tauntaun is smiling. Yeah, it's
0: it's happy that it's been killed and is used for (laughs) warmth. This Tauntaun died peacefully in his sleep. Okay, that's a good, yeah, you need to know that to feel good about it. (laughs) Lived a long and prosperous life. Right. It was his time.
1: Exactly.
2: Chronic migraine is 15 or more headache days a month, each lasting four hours or more.
3: Botox on toxin A prevents headaches in adults with chronic migraine. It's not for adults with migraine with 14 or fewer headache days a month. It prevents, on average, 8 to 9 headache days a month versus 6 to 7 for placebo.
2: myasthenia gravis or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications including botulinum toxins as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. Ask your doctor and visit botoxchronicmigraine.com or call 1-800-44-BOTOX to learn more.
1: Let me talk, uh, in terms of, like, ride mechanic stuff and stuff that might be a deterrent to liking this attraction, um, we have discussed G's a little bit thus far. Uh, something we don't talk about a lot. I don't think we've had a lot of breakdown of G's because we aren't very technical and we're not a, a coaster podcast. And even now, there's not a lot I can say about G's. uh, uh But, all right, just the the literal fact on this thing the attraction exposes riders to forces up to 2.5 Gs, more than twice the force of gravity at the Earth's surface, which feels like it is multiplying your weight by Mm -hmm. 2.5. That sounds intense, right? But you hear that number, and it's like 2.5 doesn't sound like a lot so i went digging a little more because this is not the most g's that you can get at disney world even rock and roller coaster is five at the launch and the inversion so um that's heavier in a g's sense even in credit coaster and probably anything with a loop in it you're getting something like four but the big difference is those are over in a couple seconds in this thing you're doing. 2.5 g's for around 15 seconds so that's pretty sustained that is a long time
0: to maintain being 2.5 times your body weight right and it's also like i wonder if i could have handled it better if aerosmith was blasting on the ride on mission space if yeah (laughs) look i
1: i you know while while your aerosmith uh Affection is perhaps more than 2.5 times mine. Uh, I do agree with you that Aerosmith music is something. It's definitely something. Yeah. Uh, As opposed to this ride, which is largely people yelling at you. Right? (laughs) Yes. If you guys watched a ride through, it is just like, no, don't, no, pull back. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, stop, wait. Okay, now. Right.
2: It's that why they. The, there is the new mission captain because she's a little uh, more pleasant in her yelling at you. <laughs> she's a little less intense than Lieutenant Dan <laughs> telling you what to do.
1: <laughs> then a guy who can barely smile, his energy is just so Grumpy, muted, yeah. and then he's yelling at you, no, not that button, the other button. Yeah, I mean, um, if he did
2: it and and, like stop tell me what's that sound everybody like if that was playing too it would be a little more like oh well i know what this you is you mean if you we know? did
0: lieutenant band, dan band cover songs while you were playing he's trying to like calm you down
2: oh, Well, i you've got a step further i just meant if you play the album track
1: oh, oh the, the track. regular forrest gump's vietnam music now we're right, in a right. vietnam Any, yeah
2: vietnam music and then you're like oh it's lieutenant dan he's yelling it okay
1: It's almost strange that it's like the one thing Forrest Gump didn't do was go to space. He accomplished anything else. He did everything that a human could dream of doing in the 60s and 70s and 80s, except for go to space.
0: I I have not read the book. Does he go to space in the book? I don't know. There's a sequel book too. Oh,
1: the sequel. Yeah, I would. I would love to. I should. Why have I never read the sequel? The sequel where he meets Tom Hanks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let me see. Forrest Gump in space. It seems like it could have been in number two. Screen Rant. Forrest Gump. Let's see what this means. Forrest Gump. uh he flies into space with a male orangutan called Sue?
1: What really? In the, I, in, the, in the book that the movie's based on or in the weird I'm, sequel?
0: The events of the film can't compare to Forrest's wildlife in the book it's based on. Written by Winston Groom, the novel version of Forrest Gump also sees Forrest become a pro wrestler, a Why chess champion, two? a Hollywood stuntman, and in his <laughs> craziest adventure, recruited by NASA to fly into space with a male ape called Sue.
1: What? So there you go. I can't believe I, I produced right. that thought and then it does exist in the longer, wow, in the true uncut mm-hmm. Forrest Gump. It, it as it stands, it's one of the only Tom Hanks movies that does not involve space. But right. Yes. If yeah. it had been allowed to fully breathe, it would it would have too. That's insane. Wow, I got to learn more about the 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 adventures of Forrest Gump that we mm-hmm. don't see. That's really crazy. <laughs> um I have I have one more thing to say but g's um and i i think it will okay what are the most g's you can get on a ride today and there's weirdly a ride in johannesburg south africa that's called the tower of terror that just stole the name and on that it's kind of a drop ride i don't even understand where the g's are coming from but you're getting 6.3 on this thing so 6.3 is the most g's you can get on a ride in current day but that is not it for all time because that stat was doubled you could get 12 g's on a ride called flip flap railway <laughs> flip. what <laughs> one of the finest names <laughs> for a ride i've ever heard wow from that name can you surmise that this is a ride that existed in the late 1800s wow <laughs> this was 1895 to 1902 in a specific Coney Island zone called Sea Lion Park, um, and the very dry G-based website where I read about Flip Flap Railway said that the ride sometimes broke riders' necks.
0: <laughs> oh my! For a hundred years? <laughs>
1: no, no, no. I'm sorry. It cl- it went from 1895 to 1902. Oh, so oh, it was okay. only it only broke heard. it only broke necks for seven years. It was a luckily. Zoom. I misheard. Yeah. Okay. Seven years of broken necks. Seven years, seven sweet years of broken necks wow. before the man came and said, "Maybe people should still have use of their necks after a roller coaster." <sighs> That's
0: so many G's. That's, That's a probably, lot. of Yes, G's.
1: double what's available
0: anywhere on Earth now. Wow. wow. What I wonder, like what, like coming true space travel? Did you did it say on there what the G's were like coming down re re-ent- entering reentry? That I, I don't atmosphere? know. No, no,
1: I'm going. Um, there's a, I, I could reconsult a research document that was recently released to the public called Top Gun Maverick, uh, that <laughs> breaks down G forces and levels pretty yeah. strongly. Flip yeah. flap railway would have like that would have wiped Miles Teller out oh, until yeah. until Maverick pushed him to his limit.
3: Looked, oh, looked-
2: imagine imagine the theme park. Theme park uh, reporters and bloggers and blo- uh, you know uh, uh, podcasters of the time. It's like, hey, hey, good time, boys! I've got another bone to pick. The flip flap railway was down again when I went to Coney Island, and the other <laughs> half of Coney Island was on fire as it
1: always is. <laughs> I went on Flip Flap Railway, and it didn't even break my neck as promised.
0: <laughs> I feel I did not get the full experience. There's like a guy who's like, I have the toughest neck in America, and I'm am going to challenge the ride to break it. Immediately. <laughs> Immediately oh. breaks it. Ah, oh. I've been defeated.
2: That's, that's that's how Houdini died. He was like, <laughs> yeah. I, you can just punch me in the neck. It won't go. <laughs> and then 12 hours later, he's gone. That's you right. <laughs>
0: Uh, uh, and a completely barely fact checked. I'm seeing like 11 G's if some if somebody's like re entering the atmosphere.
1: What the fuck? <laughs> 11?
0: I don't and you know. could get
1: 12 on a like fucking held together with twine attraction in ni- 1895?
0: I, I'm confused. Obviously, like, we don't know what we're talking about, but like, apparently that's if like you're going like completely out of control re entry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what are you. T- this is. So these ride the right. The makers of Flip Flap Railway exceeded NASA's capabilities. They I, they beat NASA. I'm and the it. ride, by the way, if you look at a picture of it, it's just a loop and another loop. It looks so. I mean, but like way more severe. Like you know how In Credit Coaster kind of like a, a a perfect circle. It feels right. like this is such a like squished. Severe, like you know from the shape this is bad news. Were Designed by Augustus
2: Schlitterbahn the first,
0: you know. <laughs> <laughs> Were G's different back then? Was it like inflation where G's have gotten like less like it's a reverse inflation with G's? Like did did twelve G's mean different things a hundred years ago?
1: Oh maybe. Or, or are they they sent like huge barrel chested divers? On it. Remember when yeah. we were looking at the shirtless photo of the guy who voiced Fred Flintstone? He mm-hmm. yeah, had that massive, where <laughs> you course. can have like, you know, a hundred pounds up in your pecs. Maybe the, that was who was riding it, so that tilted the scales somehow. Right. <laughs> the, uh, the other fact about this ride is that the, the Flip Flop Railway was tested with sandbags and monkeys before human riders were allowed to. <laughs> what the shit why what do you mean monkeys yeah where are you getting them from how are you how do you have enough access to enough monkeys to make go on a ride and how do you strap them into the same like the bar can't lower on the same level between a human and a this i, I you know maybe maybe we've reached the end of the history or it's just beginning and there has to be the full flip-flap railway episode i
0: yeah, think we, we have to do it yeah we have to figure yeah, out. I mean, like, we'll
1: learn more about Sea Lion Park either way. But Right. So, anyways, the history of G's led me to a wonderful, <laughs> down a wonderful, wonderful railway full of flips and flaps. Wow. 12. That seems crazy. That
0: seems wrong.
1: Yeah, I I think so maybe that was like uh 1800s braggadocia I I right. don't know and and one just one more thing before we move on because in thinking about coasters being tested by sandbags Jason in last week's episode you were talking about uh one of the the, the coasters in your park that made you uh being tested and and listeners have let us know that you said the phrase crash test dumpies and we did not. <laughs> Stop to acknowledge. <laughs> I do remember.
0: This. I do remember it. I think.
1: <laughs> Just and I think I kind of remember too. And I remember thinking, "Well, you're he's barrel into something. I don't want to stop it." But you now, are in a real
0: role, And sometimes yes. I'm like, "Don't be something. an asshole." We know what he meant.
2: That's fine. <laughs> uh, I three days later, I I had tested negative for COVID that day, but was starting to feel pretty bad around then. So oh, I was God. a little. I was drinking like, you know, a bunch of well, cold brew and water. To, like, uh, uh, so, like, the next day, I was a little woozy. So, are you blaming I the was- fact that
0: you COVID on the fact that you said crash test dumpies? <laughs>
2: and no, I was just excited to talk about my hometown park, to talk about uh, Playland. I, I should. I, of course, have had to uh, move my trip eight days. Um, You
0: called Juggernaut Juggernaut the not the other day, too, and I (laughs) called you out on that.
2: That's fine. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I just get too excited. You know?
1: Look, this isn't fair. We shouldn't pile on and make Jason feel like a dumpy.
2: (laughs) I already feel like a dumpy. It's fine.
1: Does that, that, does that sum up your COVID experience? Has the whole, has the entire experience made you feel like a dumpy?
2: I feel, I feel a little bit like an asshole whenever I talk to everyone, anyone, because I'm just like, I'm so tired and I feel so lame, but I've been saying it for days, but it is true. Like, this is the most, the long, prolonged sickness I've had in quite a while, so... Jason, from um, my
1: experience, you've been saying I'm so tired for years.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> that's a different kind of tired, Scott. I assure you. <laughs> um, I I I knew something was off because one day I heard a song, and I and like the second day, like the first full day, I was like here, and I was like dazed, and I I heard a song, and like a I think it was you know a Spotify came up automatically or something. And I was like, "Wow, this is a beautiful song." I knew this at one point in my life, but I haven't heard this song in years. And then I looked up what it was. And I realized, "Oh, wait a minute! This is just a fucking song from Drive. <laughs> this is the main <laughs> song from the movie Drive." What? <laughs> Something. I need to lie down. I'm getting emotional from the Drive song.
0: A side effect uh, of COVID is to get emotional at movie
2: soundtracks. No, sex? when I feel bad, I feel I feel physically oh, bad oh, for I long see, enough. I see, yeah. I feel vulnerable and then I get emotional and, you know. Uh, um, can, I ask uh, a,
0: can I ask a question real quick? I'm yeah. derailing a little bit. But when you're sick, because this is a big thing between Lindsay and I sometimes where when I'm sick, I want to curl up in a corner of a room and I don't want to see anyone for like days. And some people are like, the opposite. Some people want to yeah. be taken care of. I was just you, wondering like a, what you
2: you want to go off, like, uh, into the woods, like a bear in the woods. You want to die, like you know? Like a bear,
0: I want to go off in the woods, not die, but I do want to, like, go into, like, an old hollowed-out tree stump and just, like, lie there for three days and then re-enter society, bear society, yeah. uh, I, I, be healthy again.
2: I, I'm 100% the same way. Is Lindsay the opposite? Does she like yes. to be... Take care of baby and little one and Jane's the same way too. It is a men women divide. I've, I've talked about this classic with my therapist. gender
0: roles.
1: Classic? No. Yeah. Hey, let me refer you to a film called Phantom Thread.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's true. The most mac for oh, yeah. the angriest man who That's just wants to be a little right. boy <laughs> with his scones I- and his bacon.
3: Hey,
2: Reynolds just need to be brought back down to Earth, as we all do sometimes. Um, uh, Scott, if I could, uh, since you're talking about history, um, uh, if, can I talk about uh, to the Disney company in 2003 and the, the environment this ride opened in?
1: Uh-oh. Yeah, bad stuff ahead. What's happening? I, I,
2: I got that Disney war book out of the library because Mission Space comes up in it. Because everyone was mad at each other in two thousand three, Roy Disney, Eisner, the board, everyone's just pissed at each other. Oh yeah, Eisner's out. What like two, three years later? That's right. And so, I I, I swore I could not find it. It I might have misremembered. It might have been a different event. I swore they, you know, uh, did a truce for the opening of Mission Space. They all put it aside to go to this ride, open it. And I could not find that in the book. What I did find was that um, uh, at the, the end of the year, 2003 report, Eisner celebrated Disney's big successes in 2003, the Pirates of the Caribbean film and the new attraction Mission Space. Also in 2003, Roy Disney was resigning from both Disney Animation and the board of directors and I believe the shareholders did a vote of no confidence in Michael Eisner. Oh
1: um, my God! Oh. Uh,
2: another funny detail: this ride initially sponsored by Compaq Computers.
1: <laughs> uh,
2: Compaq, uh, soon after, bought by HP, which led to Carly Fiorina uh, attending the opening. If you don't know Carly Fiorina, she's one of those fucking business losers. Like Meg Whitman or Howard Schultz, who are, are the heads of companies, and then they try to run for office, and they never win, and they just eat shit so hard. Mm-hmm. So she was there.
1: Yes, the, yes, ladies and gentlemen, Mike embattled, vote of no confidence CEO, Michael Eisner, and Carly Fiorina. Uh, who has been booed at many uh, Hewlett-Packard events lately. I She, I saw today a list of the worst mergers of all time, and coming in at number one was the <laughs> Hewlett-Packard compact merger. Um, she was forced out of the company a few years later, um, and then... As you were saying, Jason, she uh, ran for president in the awful dogpile hell year 2016 that led to, or probably 2015, but, the, you know, what led to, to Trump. Um, had Ted Cruz gotten the nomination, she would have been the VP. No. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> she A person willing to align with Ted Cruz mm. for any reason. Um, she, a uh, major anti-abortion activist, uh, and has said a lot of bad stuff about planned parenthood. Mm-hmm. And this is a quote that I'm going to just try to read unaffected. Um, and I, th- there will be a reveal within this quote, which television personality is talking to Carly Fiorina about planned parenthood. So let me just dive in. It'll be a fun reveal midway through. Mm-hmm. Uh, this happened on television. Carly, I need to stop you. I need to stop you because you know that's not true. Carly, you know no one is harvesting baby parts. No one is harvesting baby parts. Carly, come on, girl, Whoopi Goldberg interjected. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) They weren't harvesting baby parts, baby. (laughs) Wow. This was an exchange, presumably on The View. On The View. So in the Disney family...
2: That's oh, true. Yeah, 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 she's yeah. still Even when in she the when, family.
1: when Carly and Disney team up, great stuff happens. Oh my gosh. Oh. Also,
2: the the estimate from that HP merger, I mean, this was just a quick look on her uh Wikipedia um uh was 30,000 layoffs and uh I don't know. It, there's it, it could be 150,000. <laughs> It's so many oh my God. So you would have, you would have had, I, I don't know. I don't know what that 150,000 number is. on two too, out of it. Uh, but that's still a lot for uh, the vice president. What is the vice president's accomplishments before taking off? Oh, laid off 30,000 Americans. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Proceeded a merger that some have Seeding said is the merger. worst merger, uh, ever, but you know, uh, that's, that's, that's some people's opinion. Um, You know, after you got through some incredible opening moments from embattled CEOs, uh, then you got to party the night away at the opening of Mission Space because there were performances by the B-52s and Sugar Ray, (laughs) (laughs) and there's one bit of footage of it that the camera is just panning over like a blue ice pile where uh, shrimp cocktails are sticking out of the whole thing, and you can hear distantly like 30 feet away sugar ray performing their cover of is she really going out with him Mm -hmm. i know that song i know that cover well
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh no how often when's the last
1: time you played it how often Uh, you know
0: i haven't listened to that one in a while i ended up you know what pops up more on my playlist or when i put like i click on apple or apple music or whatever it's called and, and it'll be like i'm gonna play stuff you like What'll come up a lot is Sugar Ray's cover of Steve Miller band, Abracadabra.
1: Jesus, Mike. What yeah. have you done to your algorithm? Mm-hmm. For fuck's sake. <laughs> I know. I right. We understand this guy. We, the machines. Let us give him the perfect offering. Do you, Scott, let me <laughs> ask. Do you like the song, just Steve Miller's version of Abracadabra? I do. I don't choose okay. to listen to... Abracadabra really but I Yeah I like it I would okay. you know after we're done I'll, I'll listen to it but yeah. Sugar Ray That's one of those where they don't really like
0: Add anything they just do oh, it Oh no like yeah Ray. no no there's nothing There's not much of a flourish Or mm-hmm. anything like a special Sugar Ray Sauce they've put on it or something or it's not Hard it's not hardcore or anything Are you insulted then By the
1: algorithm or is it Like yeah alright get in Here you got the- me
0: yeah, I'm usually I'm usually looking at the algorithm on my phone. I'm going You got another one. You're right. You are. Yep, you're right. I I do like. I do want to hear this. You know what? Should we just you we'll see what it comes up with? Yeah, yeah. Go to you got. <laughs> Let's see what happens if you just go to like Don't just read them all the What's a What's a uh It might it might not be one. good. It might not be good, but I'll come to the first one that'll like be worth talking about. Okay, I okay, play okay. it. Okay, the first one is a solo song by the Bare Naked Lady, Stephen Page. Yeah, <laughs> it's a song okay. called Shooting Star. Yep. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, there's a Wilco song. Oh, it's too cool. Goddamn. Abandoned Luncheonette. Oh, my taste is too good. It's a Fallen Oats' <laughs> song.
1: It's defeating.
0: Yeah, I know. I like Blake oh, man. Song. All right. Well, look. Sometimes, here's what's good about the Apple Music algorithm when it's telling you what you would want to hear. Sometimes it's like that, and then sometimes if you're like me who does listen to like... All the Matchbox Twenty albums, it will just give you the hits from like the night. It'll give you like "Tell Bachman She's So High." What I was
1: really hoping for, like the jewel that could have come out of that, was like it's a cover of "Ooh, I Want to Be Like You" from (laughs) the Jungle Book by Alien Ant Farm. (laughs) (laughs) That'll
0: happen too, though. Oh, oh, "Down at the Lottie Da" by Jimmy Buffett has just popped up.
1: (laughs) All right, okay. Now we're now we're in the territory. This episode is brought to you by State Farm.
0: Stock have too high a price? Buy a slice. Trade fractional shares of U.S. stocks and ETFs with zero commissions online. Visit
1: fidelity.com slash stocks by the slice. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from one
0: cent to three cents per $1,000 of principal. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC.
1: Let's make sure we talk about some things on the ride. Um, One thing we haven't talked about is that this, the like unpleasant trade ...that happened here, where this was done in the space formerly taken up by Horizons. We did an episode about it. Very pleasant ride. Uh, Really just nice, forward-thinking, hey, the future will be wonderful kind of ride. And then it fell into disarray, or so they say. Um, I even saw a press conference where uh, from the channel martin's vids that we consult with sometimes and they some executive is in a like pre-written little skit saying to michael eisner we have an attraction we're so excited about that the uh, the building we currently have wouldn't be big enough to uh, to fit it. And then Martin's vids puts a title on to editorialize that mm-hmm. says, "Actually, the Mission Space building is smaller."
0: But anyway, go the ahead. The video I watched yep. also says, and that was a blatant lie. Like there, wow. also that's a big thing, I guess, in all these videos to make sure you know that Disney lied about the size.
2: The thing that hit me, like looking looking at this ride, was realizing how like, huh, uh, horizons pretty, I, I don't know if the right word to use, but pretty whimsical, like right. a pretty novel view of the future. It's like, if we keep going down this path, you know, if, if these innovations keep going in this way, this is something we could have. is isn't that neat. And, you know, the, the building also very, like, whimsical, like, interesting architecture. And this, I kind of like it. I kind of like the front, but I'm like, yeah, but that Horizons building, looked so cool from a distance, you know?
1: I, I do like the mission space building. I would well, yeah. no hate is on fine, that. The yeah. fine, I think.
0: It is funny because I, I think, pro- like, I appreciate on some level what this was trying to do because it was trying to make it a very accurate experience, make it some like, and I assume they were, like, thinking, oh, this could, this could inspire a generation of people that want to go to NASA and train to be astronauts. And maybe it did. And maybe somebody out there who is an astronaut now will say that that's what happened. But I feel like more people were, like, inspired to do stuff like be an astronaut or go and be a scientist or something by crazy nonsense bullshit like Star Trek. Like, you hear that a lot where somebody was, a, a you know, a big Star Trek fan when they were little. And then they went to they started, like, training to be an astronaut or they studied whatever astrophysics or something like nonsense when you're a child that's fun to me seems like it's probably it could be rooted in some reality but it feels like it probably would inspire kids more than putting them in a little box and accurately simulating what it's like to go into space yeah i think so yeah
1: i mean why there's i don't understand why this couldn't have been more fun because there are there are logic leaps like you do you do a hyper sleep of three months in a in the blink of an eye because you go to mars yeah so they have to do silly stuff and then kind of a star toursy thing happens at the end where you go up to a canyon and whoa so they're all they're a little bit there and then otherwise it's such a dry uh clinical kind of experience that yeah i agree with you i don't know that that's going to make people
0: want to join the program yeah, and maybe it did. Maybe somebody will disagree, but
2: I I wonder how much was possibly planned of like there's nods in this attraction. Of course, there's nods to there's horizons references here and there, especially the the logo, the icon. But there's also props and some nods to the 2000 movie Mission to Mars itself, a reference to the re- attraction Mission to Mars itself, a sequel to Rocket to the Moon. Uh, And I'm wondering how much when they were making that movie Mission to Mars that came out in 2000, a few years before this, how much were they like, if this is a hit. This is a big hit. We get a ride out of this. You know, we get an attraction out of this, you know.
1: And then this kind of is what came out of it, maybe, where it is. I wonder if they would have made it like it is Mission to Mars, the ride, but then it didn't really land. But maybe they kind of casually promised Gary Sinise on the set. Hey, and we're doing a space ride, and then we put you in it. You you can be your famous character. you the uh, your widower character. <laughs> that is the only fact that I
0: saw about Mission to Mars. You can be your widower again in the line. They did some like crawl like. What year was the movie Mission to Mars? Two thousand. Two thousand. Okay. Yeah, I think that, I'm trying to think. There was a Scott. You probably have this already. There's a specific video where they were hyping this ride up. Where I'm, I maybe I'm misremembering what they were talking about, but there's some famous people in it to to Uh hype up. I think you do have this. I think I do, but do what you were gonna. Well, no, we'll we'll do it later. Actually, it'll be better. Okay, to do it later. Okay, great. great. I wonder
1: if we have. I bet we have the same thing. It's probably the same Uh, thing. But anyway, well, here let's let's talk a little about the pre-show is nice, and that big rotating wheel thing that is left over from Horizons, correct? Mm -hmm. That's a prop that they repurpose. But pretty quickly, you're into. the the pre-show with with Gary Sinise, where he's your... Gary Sinise is your Capcom. He's the Capcom. And Hmm. he's going to tell you some stuff about how this is going to go and uh, that the mission's going to take three months, which is very (laughs) jarring. You know what? Let me just generally say about Sinise. I remember thinking at the time, all right, Disney's thing right now is to use all of these kind of character actor guys that a lot of people would recognize, but you couldn't necessarily name. And, uh, like, Gary Sinise probably pretty nameable, but, you know, he's in there with... We've talked about a lot of these other ones. Wallace Langham and John Michael Mm. Higgins and and Patrick Warburton. And I just remember thinking Gary Sinise is my least favorite of these, of the Mm. just-a-guy actor who started appearing in rides in the early 2000s. I think this is a a flat performance. I think he mm. does not seem excited. It does not hype me up to be there. It just kind of adds to the clinical nature of everything, but are, but so I guess I've just added myself as the one who didn't <sighs> test positive for, for Sinise. Uh, Gary Sinise fever. Yeah. That, did anybody who's excited about, is anyone excited about
0: Gary Sinise in this ride? That's a good question. I don't know that I'm excited. I mean, it's, I would say it's a little unfair to Sinise, I think, because you're also planting him in this ride like if Sinise was in the pilot's outfit on Soren I'm not saying it would be better or even as good as Warburton but give gives Sinise some of those lines I'd like to see what he would do with the the I would like to see what he would do with it which this is kind of a funny thing too like recasting like recasting um, videos like uh, pre-show videos with different actors you know like what if which oh, is a funny, oh, you know, yes, the what so, if of. So I think if you give Sinise, if you planted Sinise with the dialogue of these other pre-show rides, I think you're going to be a little bit more excited about Sinise.
1: Huh, huh. But isn't but doesn't he land where he's supposed to? Like he seems pretty humorless. I can't recall seeing Gary Sinise in a scene where he's cracking a
0: joke. Is there a screwball sex comedy that Gary Sinise is in that I can't think of? I'm not sure. I don't think yeah, did, so.
1: he, did he end up getting a part over Gutenberg or something that I'm not aware of? Hmm.
0: I what is let's see, he's on CSI New York, Forrest Gump, Apollo thirteen. He's in ransom. <laughs> These are all laugh riots. <laughs> what are you talking about?
1: Well he kinda he see like smiles in um Forrest Gump as Lieutenant Dan, if that's yeah. something.
0: Um yeah, I guess there's not a lot of goofing around with Sinise. and i i hear what you're saying you want a little of that but that's the tone of this ride the tone of this ride is not goofing around you want a a, a, you want a serious man
2: yeah it is a serious guy i think if you put patrick Warburton as this part it is a little more fun it's a little more you know Mm -hmm.
1: a little more wild hey watch out for protein spilled buddy okay (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah exactly and that's good but it's not the tone of the ride
1: you're right it'd be it'd be out of place look i'm just gonna uh, as much as i want to talk about things in the ride, I, I i of course was like i have to come up with i have to find something new about the lieutenant dan band. oh there go, was no go ahead. way to not um and you know the lieutenant as look as with the rest of sinise it's pretty serious right it's a little bit mockery mm-hmm. proof uh, because it is a good thing that they do. It's like USO tours, and right, uh, yes. they do perform for for the troops. But uh, there's one interesting thing I found about the Lieutenant Dan band. Uh, So on the Wikipedia for them, there's a list of like honors that they received, like awards, because they're given these, you know, here's this Bob Hope humanitarian thing, or here's the Ellis Island Medal of Honor. And then at the end of the Wikipedia, the list of awards, it says that in 2016, Mr. Sinise was awarded the National Daddy Award. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa! Look it up. It's there in the Lieutenant Dan Band Wikipedia he re- unless I'm hallucinating, unless it's the beginning of my COVID, I swear to God it said that he got the National Daddy Award. What? So I am immediately, okay, the National Daddy Award, tell me more. I Google the phrase National Daddy Award with quotes, and the only results that I find are related to the Lieutenant Dan Band and the alleged awarding of the, of the National Daddy Award in 2016. Wow. <laughs> what? Oh, Daddy <laughs> So... I, yeah I uh, so I'm beginning to question whether or not the national daddy award <laughs> is a legitimate. Oh yeah, honor you look it up that and cl- that the
0: pick the first picture is Gisney's playing that bass.
1: Uh huh. Uh huh. Potentially the only national daddy award <laughs> ever given, unless <laughs> it was not given. What I'm starting to wonder is is this some prank that I'm not understanding on the oh. Lieutenant Dan band? However, even with that. Um, I love the phrase so much. I'm in love with the National Daddy Award. And if it, look, if it's all stolen valor uh, and nobody's the recipient of the National Daddy Award, then it, I say it's up for grabs. So what I would love is, look, I have a Wikipedia page. And I don't know. I don't really know about editing Wikipedia pages. And I don't know. I I think that's not even right to do to do yourself. Right. Uh, um, However, if there are listeners who like to edit Wikipedia and you would be willing to say that Scott Gardner received the National Daddy Award, (laughs) it would be my honor. It would be my highest honor to
0: be to fall in line with Gary Sinise and accept the National Daddy Award. Um, I think that's great. And if anyone wants to add that he is one of three Disney daddies with a Z also just, to, you don't have to put that part, but uh, you could set up a different
1: website and that is the, the source of it. Yeah. And it, I wanted to ask you guys about to just to brainstorm this. Cause I really do want this. Is it better if I got the national daddy award, like in 2021 after which I became a daddy um, or is it better if I got it right after, Gary Sinise like if if the Wikipedia said um, in 2017 Scott uh, took the crown of the National Daddy Award from Gary <laughs> Scott. Su- I'm sorry oh. wait what's the dro- you have to put it really dry to get away with it I think in 2017 Scott succeeded Gary Sinise as the recipient of the National Daddy Award
2: <laughs> I you know what I love it and it is when a restaurant will be like voted best pizza in the city 2007, 2008, 2010, 2011. <laughs> and where, like, there's a ye- like, what happened in 2009? <laughs> yeah. So I would love a skip year if you got it 2017, Ooh. 2019, 2021, and it's like, what happened those even number years? Oh, boy. It, oh, if boy. you
0: look at, I, and I'm sure this works for baseball championships, any sort of sports thing, um, but if you look at, at like, a wrestling, a pro wrestling Wikipedia A wiki type thing it'll have a list of like intercontinental champions and it'll just go down the list of like who won it from who and then like what date it was so yeah if you could get you a sinise and then you under it and then maybe yeah sinise gets it back like sinise the next year then you get it the next year
1: if it if it's mainly like kind of a little a a little chase between (laughs) yeah between me and sinise but be creative throw out whoever you want into the national daddy award uh, um, I'd say maybe leave out Josh DeMauro because he'd be more the recipient of the national zaddy award oh yeah but yeah that, just just wait, whoever you think of when you think daddy and whoever reminds you of me and Gary Sinise. <laughs> there's a real
0: whoever else fits in that mold the Zaddy Awards have been going a long time, and a lot of Disney CEOs, E. Card Walker, won it in 1970.
1: It's been primary. yeah, Ron Miller, yeah. It's Ron been Miller. primarily Disney CEOs. <laughs> the National Daddy Award respects the space of the National Zaddy Award. They they right. do different things, and they they even <laughs> like host uh, events together, banquets. They're not enemies, so don't uh, right. don't don't pit them against each other. That's the not the Nash-
0: idea. Yeah, hopefully somebody will. Let us know. Please take
1: me up on it, but don't, you know, be dry, because otherwise Wikipedia might flag. Just make it as, because it, like, almost, I almost glazed over that in the Lieutenant Dan Band article. I almost went right past National Daddy Award (laughs) before it became 15 minutes of this episode. Mm -hmm.
2: Now, yeah, uh, we got to. i I'm assuming you looked, like, was there a ceremony? Was there a press release? Like, it feels like if if it's on paper, if it's just they sent a, a certificate, that's different than if there's like a party at a Dave and Buster's you know
1: yeah yeah I think it's like a mid-level it's like they film it but just kind of for industry it's not televised but they like they do it up nice and there's like a a, a hearty chicken dinner you know all the daddies all the daddy nominees get their due (laughs) I don't know who hosts the national daddy awards is that like a oh. who's like who's who do we think of when we think of America's daddy?
0: I mean, uh, America's dad—that's a phrase I, I think of, <laughs> and I think of—I can't think of a person specifically. Wait, wait—does that mean you are thinking of someone
1: as America? It means daddy? I'm thinking of
0: Bill Cosby. Yes. Oh. oh,
1: oh, that hadn't occurred to me. America's dad, no. not America's I would, daddy. I thought <laughs> you were talking about Stan, the main character in American Dad. <laughs>
0: Well, I think about him, too, but I... Sorry, that's it.
1: It's a fun... It's hosted by... It's like they comp him in. (laughs) There's a live monologue from an animated American dad. That's Mm -hmm. great.
0: But he's still dad. He's not daddy.
1: Yeah. Well, who's
0: America's daddy? What? Who's America's daddy? (laughs) It's a good question. Yeah. Uh, It's a a hard line to parse. There was a, what, show in the 60s called Make Room for Daddy? Oh, yeah. Who was that? Was that,
2: is that Danny Thomas? Is that Danny
1: Thomas? I was trying to remember who there's... I was like, is it somebody from the from like Daddy Daycare 2? And then I'm looking that up, and everyone involved is problematic in, in the film Daddy oh, Day No, Camp. So it's not them. Okay. leave Daddy <laughs> Daddy Daycamp out of it. Jeez. Um, wait, and isn't that other movie... Wait, what's Daddy's Home? Oh, Daddy's Home 2. Uh, no! Every, every no! Daddy sequel has problematic <laughs>
0: people. No! No! <laughs> I know what you mean. Uh, huh. Mark Wahlberg can do it. Mark Wahlberg's in. Mark Wahlberg, Oh, yeah, he's
1: right. never he's done it. Any- nothing daddy. problematic oh, in his yeah, past. Nothing,
2: <laughs> nothing bad about Father Stew.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's America's Daddy, Father Stew. Okay, well,
0: now we can all agree on that.
1: <laughs> well, let us know. It's tough to decide on the spot. Let us know who you think America's uh, Daddy is. But anyway, back to Mission... Space. Mm. I let's well let's talk about this. That for a long time it has not been Gary Sinise. There was right. a redo yeah. of this attraction, and who is that new? Uh, uh, Gina Torres. Is that correct? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, I think she's great. I she's good at it. Um, she's on Suits. She was on Suits with Meghan Markle, mm-hmm. um, yep. and as we all know, uh, the star of the Suits spinoff Pearson, which is of course the last name of her character Pearson so it's Gina Torres from Pearson wow
0: I didn't know that existed believe it or not
1: that's one of those these alternate dimensions that we all exist in we're like on our side it's like the only shows that exist are Barry and Hacks and then the other (laughs) side has never heard of Barry and Hacks they're entirely about
0: Suits and Pearson we're in the liberal bubble here we don't know anything that happened to Gary Sinise on CSI Friend of the show, Buzz Buzz talks about how we're all in
1: our own bubbles and our own realities—a mm-hmm. very unique theory. Yes, <laughs> but, uh, um, but he he does not even listen to the show and does not know the runner. He just said, "I mean, the only thing anybody really watches is Yellowstone." <laughs> so wise words that we ourselves have said, and yet Mike continues to defy and not. I am
0: going to get to it. Gosh, is Gary only... Sinise been on Yellowstone yet? That Ooh. seems ripe.
1: Seems ripe for an entire Yellowstone. Yeah, one of the spinoffs, I would think.
2: That is an anecdote I only like half half remember from the Disney War book, where they're talking about like because they just had so many like fine live action middle of the road movies, and they're like, oh, what you gonna have a big awards movie or what? What do you want? You want another cowboy movie with Kevin Costner? Like said dismissively, (laughs) and it's like, wow, cowboy movie might not have worked, but. Cowboy TV show seems like it's working fine.
1: See, mm. cowboy TV show is the only thing like keeping Viacom around. <laughs> it's like doing better than all the other ones because of one cowboy TV show. One yeah. cowboy TV show. Um, I anyway. Here's here's my big takeaway from. I'd say actually, especially the Gina Torres version. And I'm not sure if this was done specifically with the let's make sure people don't get on Mission Orange unless they know what they're getting into. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like they ramped it up because we're what, There's a, there's the, there's like the bigger screen that you watch before you go into the little room where the capsules are, and then you watch another little video there. And these videos, I swear to God, over and over, it's just like, now, remember, this one is intense. You have chosen Mission Orange, and that is intense. And if now is the time for you to tell a crew member that you want to go, then you might want to. And then you're in the next room. And keep in mind, if you're prone <laughs> to this or that, you could go. Uh, you know, hey, look, don't. Uh, no shame on my part. If you want to keep walking out that door. Me, the flight director. I'm not going to tattle. I'm not going to tell anybody. There aren't
2: a lot of rides that try to talk you out of the ride. (laughs) I,
1: I think in a moment the door will the door in front of you will open. Keep walking through it and then out the next door and don't. (laughs) Do the ride. Seriously, don't do the ride. Like, tell your family that you did it and they're not saying you got a little woozy and that's it. It's a clean alibi. Don't go on
0: the ride. So here's part of the plan. We get in a gantry lift unless you don't want to. If you don't want to get in the lift, don't worry about it because it goes up and down pretty fast. Don't worry. You're not a chicken. I still respect you and you're a big part of the plan. You'll be waiting for your friends after. But if you do want to go, we're going up and down. We see the monsters. They're scary. If you don't like that, leave now. Again, hey, I will not be upset.
2: Maybe just go outside. There's a little cart. They got big cream puffs. You can just get a cream puff. Don't even worry about
0: it. We play the songs out in the gift shop. You can hear them. It's not, you're missing nothing. You're missing nothing by the ride. Not going on. Just put them on a playlist and hop up and down. That's plenty. <laughs> yeah. Same shit. Doesn't matter. No one's going to be up thinking are a baby. Open
2: the Disney Play app, then you get to go on an adventure where you try to figure out how to regain the battery life to your phone and just exactly why it is so very hot now.
0: Your phone gets hot, it's exciting. Your phone gets hot. It's not usually that hot. So it's just the same as going on the dumb ride. Anyway. Yeah. Why are you Uh, still here? Get the fuck out. (laughs) It's scary. Don't do
1: it. You think I want to do it? If I wasn't fake, I would leave.
2: Uh, Scott, I, I I did like right before rewatch this again, and it it is shocking how much they say. This is orange version, the more intense version, or this is green version, the less intense version. Which I had too many things I wanted to do down in Florida. It didn't dawn on me like, oh, I should have gone through again and done green version.
0: Yeah, uh,
1: should you? What a le- what a I- letdown it is. It's weird that like it's not just that it's a less intense trip to Mars. You don't even get to go to Mars. Right. Why not just still like, isn't it kind of insulting that like, okay, you chose mission wimp. So that means (laughs) you leave Florida and fly back to Florida.
2: You chose Google earth view, uh, something you've been (laughs) able to do on a desktop computer since 2004 or five. Um, yeah, it, uh, it they both share that the they miss the runway or they go too far off the end of the runway. They either almost go off a cliff or they knock over a fence. Which uh <laughs> they should figure out they they didn't figure out the runway situation, huh? <laughs> but they made the new the new version of the ride. Still a lot of runway issues.
1: Still and yet a lot there of is issues. a runway which Aaron not knowing it at all was like what do you mean a runway? And I said no, it's not it's it's not the first mission to Mars. Like people have been there, they've like yeah. laid down infrastructure, they paved. She's like, What do you who get? so I'm the the hundred and twelfth flight to Mars, who gives a shit? These aren't stakes. I want wild wilderness. I want to hit giant boulders.
0: Yeah, there's like a, a Macy's on the Mars at this point. It's like there's <laughs> been we've settled it. It's like who gives a shit? You're just going on a routine trip into space.
2: You're you're dropping off a, a load of Ben Sherman polo shirts. we are filling the Macy's stock of Ben Sherman polo the shirts. The
0: Martians are wearing polo shirts. <laughs> You're, Stop! You're, don't
1: hit the Peloton studio. <laughs> yeah,
2: you're restocking the Mars gift shop. By the way, I, I just right before we started recording, literally minutes before, I found a link to an article about how the the base at Guantanamo Bay has a gift shop full what? of Guantanamo Bay merchandise. What for uh, yeah, who? The, for like like there's like a um. Straight out of Guantanamo shirts.
0: For the people that were, i mean, guessing, uh, the people that are released or for what? Like, huh?
2: For the employees, for the service members and their family. um what? Yeah, straight out,
0: straight out of
2: Gitmo. This isn't a and bit. There's a, a be here now Guantanamo Bay coffee mug.
1: Be here now? Why, be, why?
2: Like it's a mindfulness that be period now, here period now.
1: Wow, you're right. I'd rather be there now than a couple years ago. They have a plush dinosaur
0: that says Guantanamo Bay on it.
1: (laughs) What? No. What? This,
2: This article is three years old, and that was the biggest revelation. That this has not come across my eyes before.
1: What the, oh, the hell? The COVID era has been very tough on the gift shop at Guantanamo Bay. Uh, we're not sure yeah. if it's going to recover. The merch at Guantanamo Bay is better than that at Universal Studios. <laughs> Straight out of Gitmo. What the uh, hell? Oh my god! A Guantanamo Bay lizard.
0: This is fucking perverse.
1: Jesus, <laughs> this
0: is insane.
1: God yeah. damn it. We're going to doing an episode about this is going to
0: suck. <laughs> We're going to do the Guantanamo Bay episode. but so the, it's, uh, the tone
1: uh, the entire time is like, oh, this, uh, Why do we have to? everybody's yeah, like, you don't have to. Why are you doing it? I, we, 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 do, we have a podcast. Themed. We have yeah, to we have do it.
2: There's a McDonald's. Everyone, every, there's multiple times we've been like, well, the flag at the Gitmo McDonald's is at half-mast again.
0: Oh my God! Can you mobile order from the Gitmo McDonald's? Can you do? Can you use one of the dollar coffee deals? That's a
2: good question. Let me see. <laughs> is is <laughs> Siri?
3: <laughs>
2: what stage of of uh, COVID cabin fever is it that you are mobile ordering from the Gitmo
3: <laughs> <Get> McDonald's? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I bet you I bet you I bet it's like an airport McDonald's. Although sometimes you can mobile order in an airport McDonald's. I have done sometimes it. Sometimes
1: you the, can. I think Jason planted all of this to ensure that it didn't seem like Mission Space is the worst tourist attraction <laughs> in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Everyday Sintas Service Reps help businesses get ready for the workday. They provide freshly laundered workwear delivered every week. Mats, mops, restroom and cleaning supplies first aid and safety products to help your employees stay safe. They even test and inspect fire extinguishers and emergency lights. Cintas helps keep your business running smoothly. See what Syntas can do for you. Visit Cintas.com.
3: Oh, I'm ready!
2: And
1: get ready for the workday. Sweet Tarts
2: dared to combine sweet and tart, but we didn't stop there. We combined soft and bouncy. To bring you new Sweet Tarts Gummies Fruity Splits. A uniquely delicious dual-sided gummy with one side that's sweet and one side that's tart. But entirely smooth and squishy. Mmm, a powerfully perfect combo. Sweet Tarts, dare to combine. You know, I I never got to go to Space Camp. I always saw it as like the prize on the Nickelodeon um, well, yeah, I didn't oh, yeah. game There's shows. Always. So Yum. I I guess this is kind of a little taste of it. There's a little play area uh, when you get off in a gift shop, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I never seen terribly exciting, any <laughs> of that stuff.
1: Probably not. You know what's really crazy in this ride, if, if, if we're jumping around, if we want to just talk about the ride, that you, again, the idea you have to, like, whip around the moon, <laughs> use the orbit of the moon to whip you in the right direction, mm-hmm. and then it's like, okay, night, night. Like, they put you to hypersleep and then the the glass fogs up and it's kind of it's sort of icy for a second and then just all of a sudden bam get up wake up you got stuff to do it's so crazy it's so mm-hmm. jar like they do they do produce like a much more jarring way of waking up than probably any of us that's that might be number 1 most unpleasant like what if there was a ride where a loud alarm told you to that woke you up from a three month
0: sleep. Ooh, Jason, that's for you. That's a strike against this ride, don't you think?
2: well that, it's it's a noisy wake up.
0: Yeah, yeah. The end of it. Yeah. You get to experience
1: the end of a long nap, a jarring end of a long nap. Yeah,
2: yeah. That's the worst part, you know. I I I I like that they don't belabor it too much. The hypersleep, like like it's really. Is it like Interstellar or one of the movies where it's like always sad when everyone's coming out of the sleep,
0: you know? Mm. I'm trying to think of like an alien when they come out of the sleep in the first alien. It's very gentle. Yeah, it's It's very gentle. Yeah, they're really taking their time.
1: You got to adjust. But no, these people, these monsters, at the whatever uncatchy acronym they Mm. are, Mm U-P-R-T, I don't (laughs) know what the... I C C S. I don't know what the. This is nobody likes that. Nobody wants like shirts of this. Of no. The, of the not NASA that. They is made the it company. less
0: fun. Like everything they wanted to make it so realistic. Nothing's fun.
1: Graphics not good. The graphics got better, but boy, those yeah. graphics like it. It's it's real flat, and then. This has a weird moment, like the the uh, Millennium Falcon that that Millennium Falcon stall thing, where it's like, wait a minute, there's a mm. disturbance. Yes, right. It was not anything. Okay, you can go by. This, this is you only get that once in a while. In this ride, it's caked in that like, whoa, whoa, whoa! You're looking over a chasm. Lean back. Okay, you lean back successfully. You're free to go. Bye. <laughs> like it doesn't start a more exciting chapter yeah. of the ride
2: that's like a trope in movies like you're at the edge of the cliff no one moved inevitably someone's gonna move i feel like i oh what is that movie I, I watched it a few weeks ago is it the lost city the channing tatum sandra bullock one there's like a no. moment where it's like don't don't you don't follow the car fell over the cliff mm-hmm. uh, oh i was you, it's either the person has gotten out of it and you didn't see them get out or they go for a ride and they tumble down the cliff, you know.
0: Right, but not oh, on this ride.
2: I'm assuming they're towing you, because if you tried to get out of the car, the compartment would need to move towards the cliff a little to reset to get mm-hmm. you out, right?
1: Oh yeah, we're all gonna die when we open the
0: hatch. Yeah. Right. So you're being towed by a Mater or something? Yeah. <laughs> like well, a that'd version be fun. of Mater. But there Mars was Mater? no Mater then. There is now. Well, that's the plus-up. Get Mater in there. Yeah, well, sure, please. Mm-hmm. Um, Mater on everything. Or even, you know what? Really, the plus-up, I don't know if you want to jump right to that already, but the plus-up is like Disney's capsules, and it's like planes and cars. <laughs> and
1: <laughs> Yeah, they've all they've, got
0: tongues. They've all got tongues. They talk. So, yeah, you, when you're hearing like instruction, it's from the actual ship itself. That's yelling at you, but like it's yeah. fun. He's got a fun voice or it's like a, it's Sebastian Maniscalco or something is the voice of the capsule <laughs> and he's yelling at you to to, to hit the button or whatever. <laughs> Don't hit that one.
2: Wake up. Wake up. No one wants to work anymore. <laughs>
1: I've already let you sleep in for three months and stay. Hey, throw some water on your face and get back to
0: work. You ever go to Chipotle and they're giving you the beans?
1: <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Let me correct you. Sorry, the sorry. bit is Chipotle. Right. Is you, ever, do you go to Chipotle <laughs> and you're looking at the sneeze card at Chipotle? You,
0: yeah, that you, that is much more accurate. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a
1: crucial part of the bit that it is Chipotle. <laughs> what you think you'd so you have a little chipotle and then you go to sleep for three months
2: <laughs> i, I think this I is love, much better i love being mad at a restaurant that literally walks you down a line of how to get your food it's the literally. best
1: bit because if you never watched the sebastian maniscalco chipotle chipotle bit uh, where he's, he, all the premises are wrong. It's like, yes. and then you got the people reaching around. They're going up all over the glass. And you're like, no,
0: I have never <laughs> seen that. This has never happened to me he in is, a Chipotle. He is making a, he is like, is like, Every like, then they put the cheese and they're rubbing, the, they're doing the cheese, and he's like making motions with his hands, and everyone's like dying. And you're like, I've never seen this before. <laughs> I never. What experience are you describing?
1: <laughs> they're scooping the beans with the big bean shovel.
0: <laughs> no, I've never
1: seen. They don't have a bean shovel. Yeah. I, it's But it's under all the actions are funny. That's the thing. <laughs> Right, it's We're wor- the only killjoys who aren't yeah. having fun. If it's we true. would just
0: embrace the silly movements the silly man is doing. He's making silly movements as if really all that's registering to people watching it are like, it would be funny if people, somebody was acting this silly because I've been in that line before. So I can imagine this. And we're yeah. like, no, that's not it. That's not the authentic experience.
1: Go to a, Chipo- a Chipotle. It's, I can't even go backwards and say it the right way. Go to a Ch- Chipotle. It is uh, business as usual most of the time, <laughs> Sebastian. I take umbrage with your premise. Mm-hmm.
2: I think the bigger unusual thing is uh, all that f- listeria they were cooking up back there. <laughs> all that food poisoning.
1: Mm-hmm. Mission to Mars. Hey, that's safer than uh, going to my mom's kitchen. It gets all scalded by the sauce. Ah! <laughs> He's the calf voice of the capsule. He'd be a great, you know, in the way, it's a perfect equivalent of where I don't like Larry the Cable Guy's comedy, but I do enjoy him in Cars. And it's mm. a, per, I, I bet I would love a Sebastian Maniscalco leading voice in some movie. Yes, he's got a great cartoon voice, as
0: does Larry. Yeah,
2: yeah. he's he's a good, quick appearance as Crazy Joey Gallo in uh, <laughs> The Irish Irishman. Oh, yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, right
1: yeah mm-hmm. why does why isn't Disney taking advantage of it? Well, yeah, I agree. that's the fix. we got it. it you make it capsules mm-hmm. Disney's capsules done as long as but you know remember and another thing that's boring about this ride is that you walk into this room and it's just this training facility, right and you just it's so industrial when you walk in there because it is just undressed capsules essentially. Mm-hmm. in this version, they would have to show us what that capsule looks like and maybe show the capsule. Sucking down a big pile
0: of spaghetti. <laughs> Need
1: fuel for the ride.
0: They should shut. <laughs> when you're in the capsule and you see in the little screen, they should cut from that little screen to like an outside camera too. So like you can oh, see yeah. he's got like a big bib on ready to eat the spaghetti or something. want us <laughs> well, see his face getting sucked back. Um, yeah.
1: Uh, this is like uh, 5,000 hair dryers. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, so you like think y-
2: the the fuel, you think the the liquid nitrogen in this capsule is intense? You gotta try my mom's famous sauce; it'll <laughs> melt your face off. The gravy. Are- <laughs>
0: <laughs> this would triple the wait times for this ride. People would still come out feeling very ill, but they would be so entertained, so it wouldn't matter. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: And everyone would just I, call it, it would just be like, have you done the, Ch- the Chipotle ride yet? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no one calls it the right thing. Put a Chipotle at the end of the ride. Like, this is a good, this is a, a very synergistic, what is the, Chapek, didn't he say something about synergy recently?
1: I w- would imagine he yeah. says something about synergy many times yeah. every day. So yeah, put
2: chi- put chipotle. the yields. The yields. the yields, the results of the yields are going to be through the roof. Oh, That's the right. results
1: of the they, we're, this is an opposite compact uh, HP Carly Fiorina. We're going exactly right. the other way. Yeah, straight uh, to yeah. the stratosphere. We're unfavorable. Um, we're,
0: unfavorables. we're three of the unfavorable. We're
1: unfavorables.
2: <laughs> I I do it. I forget. Someone posted that a uh, 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 website that makes like signs or T-shirts and magnets and stuff had <laughs> made the Magic Band like sticker or the um key holder sticker Mm -hmm. that you got, and it said, like, unfavorable attendance (laughs) on it. Wow, wow.
1: Oh, that's pretty good.
2: (laughs) My plus-up was uh, going to be that if you are feeling like you are 2.5 times your weight, your body weight, you're being pushed backwards, they should make the visuals match the feeling, and they should have the multicolor 2001 kaleidoscope effect going on the screen you should you uh, know <laughs> enter a new stage of being like dave does when he crosses something
0: <laughs> that would uh while while a cool idea i feel like that might completely mess you up
1: yeah that might completely
0: man. make you throw up to go on yeah. a psychedelic like carnival pinwheel style like you on for, the, the yeah. path to death Do it. Do
2: make it the Halloween
0: version. Make it the the Halloween plus up. The Wonka, like the scary Wonka River, like with the like psychedelic images. I mean, that's a good good, idea. That's a good
1: ride in general. Yeah. How has that never happened? Just because it would like make people
0: vomit in in terror. Yeah. They. I mean, they've been talking about Wonka rides forever, but that's obviously the ride is on the river, the chocolate, the gross chocolate river. Maintaining the chocolate river would, would really be something.
1: Yeah. Um. Okay, so Jason wants it psychedelic. Mike wants it uh, with a living, uh, fun Italian capsule. I think we yeah. presented some really excellent ideas. It's just le- making it less dry because I think maybe the effect is interesting and worth upholding. But the presentation is
0: just... I don't know. That's its downfall, uh, I think. It's just, yeah. it's just not... Fun. Uh, I will say though, because we the old scale where it was like keep as is, plus up or burn it down. I'll say burn it down though. <laughs> I think No, it's still burn it down. <laughs> yeah. I think take it, take this freaking thing down. I don't care. <laughs> I, I don't want to plus it up. Take
1: this freaking thing, take flush it down freaking- the toilet like a bunch like yesterday's chipotle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I agree. I don't know, Jason. Where'd you land? Did we conv- Did we slide you either way?
2: I don't. I I feel like. Overall, uh, there's not as many nasty little freaks like me. I feel like more guests are getting ill or having a bad time on this experience. So I I may say burn it down and start fresh, if only because I feel like the ride technology has come so far, you could do like half as many Gs and have a more... A uh, uh, Pleasant experience and also a more whimsical, like Horizons, more future looking, interesting ride. Because the other thing is big downgrade in terms of like animatronics, like a lot of screens, no animatronics on this guy.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, burn it down and build flip flap railway Mach 2. <laughs> get it up to 24 g's it it, it stopped too short it only broke one part of your body you should end it you should like it you should it should be a full reset of all of your bones
2: yeah yeah look slapping cano on it you know that's big hit we don't we don't we don't talk about flip-flap railway you know the Canto uh the,
1: presents flip-flap railway they're done perfect
2: the big the big panda get tumbles out of flip-flap railway he comes mm-hmm. out of your car and then goes at the loop it comes back in your car that's from always turning funny cartoons from did, uh yeah oh, turning oh, red. <laughs> red what did i say
1: i don't know i don't know if you said turning red railway i don't think it's a turning red it a panda? it's a big panda? red
2: isn't it a big uh like a red panda they're different than the well, maybe it is a red panda. I guess you're right. Yeah,
1: clearly, lots of better things you could do with this land, and I, I, I think we got it. I, uh, I, I'm gonna say you survived podcast the ride, but I feels like on the way out, Mike. What are you heading? Do you wanna? Uh, are we? Do we have the same clip here? Um, does it involve a real astronaut? <laughs> it sure does. <laughs> okay, good. It does. Hang on. Well, let's get there. But let me let me say yeah. here on the way out, because this is a good way to uh, to, to, to play it out. Okay. Uh, uh, it's been crazy. Jason got COVID. Bunch of stuff's been going on. It's been a nuts time for us. So we are going to take a much needed summer vacation. We're taking the next two weeks off on the main feed, including Labor Day weekend. But if you don't want the good boy fun to stop if you want your favorite national daddies to keep flipping and flapping uh then uh, there's going to be new stuff up on uh, podcast the ride the second gate and our new tier club three very fun episode about disney dollars uh coming up and you will find all of that at patreon.com slash podcast the ride so apologies for our absence here but we'll re-release some we'll unlock something and we'll be back uh refreshed and <laughs> raring to go. Um but super fun stuff happening over in uh, pay- paywall city. Um so, Mike, what you're describing is this a sketch uh, from the magical world of Disney or whatever you call it, uh starring Jerry O'Connell?
0: Yes. <laughs> <But> Jason, <laughs> have is... you seen this? <laughs> nope. <laughs> um
1: well not only Jerry O'Connell, but there's more uh fun cameos to come so you know he's promoting mission space and he's being assigned his flight crew as our crew the success of this mission depends entirely upon you ma'am
0: you're our commander son you're our engineer sir colonel buzz aldrin sir you kind enough to be our pilot Colonel Buzz Aldrin, he really walked on the moon. And you're our navigator. I, I don't have any navigator experience. Navigator. I don't even know how to read a compass. Buzz, you got my back? Yeah, I'm with you.
1: That's pretty, then they throw it a commercial. That's kind of all he does. And then there's one little, one more little appearance. I. So yes, Mike, when you alluded to this, I'm glad you found this too. Buzz Aldrin delighted by Buzz. So happy to see him. <laughs> I I was going to ask, do you kind of, like me, do you kind of equate Buzz Aldrin and Ringo in any way? (laughs) Where they both, like, did incredibly impressive things, but they're kind of these, like, funny little guys now. (laughs) Like, (laughs) they're they're really similar to me.
0: Uh, I know what you're saying. Buzz Aldrin feels like, (laughs) this is, I don't want to insult this guy. (laughs) He feels like he'll do anything. (laughs) He feels like... You should like you go, hey, you want to show up at this? And he goes, Yeah, all right. Which honestly, like, hey, he should go. He did he walked on the moon. God bless. I
2: I okay, I might not be remembering this correctly, but there was a funny or die event years yes, ago. Yes, this is were exactly what this? I'm
0: thinking. Yes, I was there too, yes.
2: Okay, yeah. It was at the Egyptian theater, historic theater on Hollywood Boulevard, and they were screening a bunch of videos from that year, and there was some live comedy too and I believe was it he got on stage with Zach Galifianakis and Sarah Silverman
0: <laughs> something wow. like that yeah I mean which is like fun like I don't I should I guess really what I was like I was like Buzz Aldrin's at this dumb event with us yes we don't deserve
1: access to this man to the second man on the moon that's I think what it's I kind of that right. he's around goofing yeah. around yeah he,
2: he was a pretty good sport i believe it was it alive between two ferns with the, the three of them maybe?
1: oh maybe oh that's mm-hmm. fun you know you did the lead in so i, I you know forget the end of this he just kind of says like hey i'm gonna get back on it again he's I mean, like i don't know <laughs> wait, wait did you have a part you wanted to
0: <laughs> yeah I not look it's not the great, i mean that's the gist of it but there's they're like work, did you see when they're working together
1: uh, uh let me play it do you think it's this i Here, think it might it. just
0: be this i think yeah we're not gonna make it activating boosters five thrusters now I can't find it and i can't find the button. yeah i got it yeah i got it <laughs> yeah they're not on the ride Obviously, like they're just like probably making the ride going but they got buzz they got a great line reading there yeah i got it yeah yeah i
1: got it <laughs> yeah that's really <laughs> that's all thing. i wanted to play oh it's so great well, then let me go into, because, okay, I've talked before about how much I love this crazy performance he did uh, with Thomas Dolby of "You She Blinded Me With Science, where he's the old man who yells science, mm. but one time he messes up and says, silence, <laughs> and I, I'm very glad. People have noticed this and enjoyed this, and look up the clip if you haven't seen it, but... I was like, "Do I have to bring this up on the show?" I think I have to, and it is his main Funny or Die collaboration. Mm-hmm. I may have talked about this before, but have I ever played it? I don't think I have played it. I don't do, think you, so. do you guys know what I'm talking about? I think I do. Um, so right before I got to Funny or Die, this was like, <laughs> this looms large. because so I was like, "Where? What am I heading into? What's this Dream Factory making?" And what they were making was a, a Buzz Aldrin song called "Buzz Aldrin's Rocket Experience." Mm-hmm and now i'm i know that this is like novelty i know that he is not trying to top the the rap charts mm-hmm. however so i'm just going to say that that i am aware that there's a level of camp here and i it's, it's great look this makes me so happy i just want to share it with you guys and with the audience so maybe this will this will kind of take us out and for a little bit this will guide us into a little summer vacation
2: our own little bit of Hyper sleep. <laughs> Precisely.
1: Uh, okay, so here now a little taste of Buzz Aldrin's rocket experience. Imagine
0: a place above the sky, riding orbits in 90 minutes' time. All you need is to come with me. I'll be your guide. To go flying into outer
1: the almost like Broadway trio back and above. Sincere
0: singers. (laughs) Are you ready to put on your spacesuit? Strapped in for the G Force liftoff. Countdown is getting very close now to the adventure of a lifetime.
1: I've been there, now I say it's your turn All we gotta do is make the engine burn versus- This is this is how you save the ride They should have just played this <laughs> Just put this on Are you ready? You've I chosen agree. Mr. Orange now Don't forget, it's a little more intense now <laughs>
0: Don't even show us the video of seeing Mars or anything Just show the video of this <laughs> It's
1: just place in yeah. there. <laughs> if,
0: if you can't
2: reach the button, the computer does it for you. <laughs> we remember to autopilot
1: it. But don't look left or right now. <laughs> 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 or else you get sick and your face will turn white now. Well, that's it. We're all right. We have so many solves. Just do one of them, for God's sake, Disney. You don't need Carly Fiorina's permission anymore. Put the Buzz Aldrin music video in the ride, damn it. (laughs) That's it. We're out. We're We're out out for two weeks. Bye. Bye. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Mike Carlson.